what, 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 how do your notes start today? I actually have a follow-up from our last uh, discussion. Oh, well, let's, is, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's look at the minutes. Which is that I looked it up and uh, you can buy potassium online, as in the, <laughs> the, the metal that explodes when you put it in water. So, um, yeah, we're going to have some, some, good, some good... Next time we're allowed to visit each other when lockdown's oh over, <laughs> we can play with potassium. It's, Our reunion's going to be amazing. It's not even expensive. It's like yeah. a tenner for like a a wee thing of potassium. Holy shit! And that used to be like locked, like behind doors and yeah, stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, no, they just we could have like they afforded it. Yeah, like they they keep it away from children. I guess who don't have like debit cards or whatever. But if you if you've got a debit card, you can buy potassium. I, mean, I suppose they keep bleach away from children, and you can also buy that quite easily. <laughs> But yeah, I googled it, and obviously the first thing that comes up is like a million different like dietary supplements. Um, oh, of course, but yeah, when you like, scroll down a little bit, it's like, yeah, you want to blow up some some metal? <laughs> yeah, that this is easier than my idea of freebasing the potassium from melting down bananas. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, potassium party at mine when uh when COVID's finished. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, we should get some lithium as well for a really good night. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, do you what's your what's your first uh, thing about the episode? So this is episode three, the witch. It is yes. So yeah, I had well, I've got many thoughts, but the first thought as I was watching it chronologically. The first thought that came to my mind was that um, so it's so we don't know who the witch is at the beginning, right? We just see like the witch's hands and things at work. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, was struck by what a lovely bedroom the witch had. <laughs> oh, with like the exposed red brick. And uh, just like loads of like stuff like tied up around the rafters and stuff. It was just like this real and like a cauldron and. It was yeah, the kind actually, of bedroom. It looks a lot like the bedroom. Um, like it looks a lot like your bedroom, actually. Oh, thank you. In Glasgow, you know, like remember when you used yeah, to have yeah. like the, the, the like the princess sheet and everything, like the, what, the canopy. What? Remember you used to have like the canopy and everything, like the four post beds. Remember is that what you call yeah, them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess but, I like guess the, it is my style. I've got a pretty witchy uh, aesthetic generally. Yeah, the kind of like Adam's family wallpaper. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not that many meat hooks, though. I think. Been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I've got a moderate number of meat hooks in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I thought really classy bedroom. Um, the potion looked very satisfying. The like kind of green, oh, goopy so potion. I'm just, I'm very like very drawn to witchcraft. Um, whenever I come into contact with it. Um, which is going to happen a lot in Buffy, actually, and at every stage, I'm going to be very drawn to witchcraft. But um, yeah, in this in this episode, that was my first thought: was I could be a witch. Uh, you absolutely could have been. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you would have arrived at your aesthetic even earlier if you had been watching <laughs> if you had been watching Buffy at the same time that I I was. When, when did when did you when did you settle on the whole goth aesthetic? Actually, what age were you? Probably like. <laughs> I really did settle on it. Um, <laughs> I moved on. I settled on it at like maybe 14, 13, 14, 14 ish. Uh, yeah, and like, see, so you, you would have been a wee eight year old goth. <laughs> no. I, 
So my school actually had like quite a surprisingly high proportion of witches um, <laughs> amongst like our, I don't know, because I, I don't know, it was a Catholic school and like, yeah, I don't know. There were quite a lot of Wiccans in my school and I wasn't actually really pals with them. Um, I don't know why not, but um, yeah, I remember like even at that point being like, oh yeah, witchcraft, that seems fun. Um, but yeah, no, I properly like, I, st- I started going goth at about 14 and started like laying up the eyeliner and uh, dyeing my hair and uh, yeah, just went on from there. To be honest, I never really went like full, full, full hardcore. Like I never, I never wore like a dog collar or um, yeah, like there were people, I never did the thing where you wear black eyeliner, but you draw like a vertical line coming down from your eye. So it looks like you've been crying. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Well, you didn't know that was a thing. Is that how much you didn't live in the city? That's how much I didn't live in. There's, there's many ways I didn't live in the city, but that's one of them. <laughs> Sounds like her mom doesn't have a lot to do. Okay, so I, I mean, I think the first thing I wanted. Oh, she's talking about Don. Um, not. Uh, oh, getting ahead of myself. Joyce is unpacking in the kitchen. Uh, yes for the tri is it like the tribal show she the tribal it? art display at her gallery so i've written mm-hmm. in my notes first question why is she storing the art at her house first of many this, questions this this is a, a long-running thing because this is like all there's been a few i think there's a few episodes where like her having art in the house is like a plot point um ah. yeah uh, but yeah, the tribal art thing is very, it's very 90s, isn't it? It's very... It is very, yeah. And like, actually, the only art you ever see her with is always some sort of like exotic uh, foreign piece of art. Like, it's do always they... like African or, 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 I don't know, South American or something. Do they ever say like what kind of gallery it is that she runs? It's the gallery. The gallery, okay, the gallery, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, that she runs, of course. It's for the tribal art display. Uh, yeah, let's see, what do I have here? The other team is such a bore, what does that even mean? Oh, that's when, so, the cheerleading squad. So, um, that is part of their chant, isn't it? I think I might have written down the rest of the Ah, yes, 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 that's what it is, yeah, the other team is such a bore. Sunnydale, 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 never fail, (laughs) jump and score, the other team are such a bore. That's what it is. Oh my god. Um. So the cheerleading squad for their for their cheers for the actual rhymey bits, I would rate them like two out of ten. Um. But they're do they call it stunts and cheerleading? They're like flips and shit. Like uh-huh. Olympics. I don't know if you there is Olympic cheerleading, but like Olympic standard. Like they're like a high school cheerleading team, and they're like flipping about the place and like. Doing all kinds of shit. Well, I think the Olymp... I mean, it's just gymnastics. It's because my... I guess uh, so, cousin, yeah. My cousin Dara, who you've met... Uh-huh. Uh, so him and his brother were both really into gymnastics when they were teenagers. And uh-huh. I saw... I can't remember if it was both of them or one of them at, like, a national show in Ireland one oh, time. I was down in Dublin and I went to see it. And uh, it was really impressive just seeing all, everyone flipping, whatever. I hadn't seen it live before, but... um. I think I did very recently just seen Bring It On for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh, and my only, like, reference point was like, oh, I guess this is, like, cheerily. 
Like, this is the closest thing we have to cheerleading, uh, except, you know, without all of the weird gender dynamics and uh, literally just the just the sport part. Uh, <laughs> it's probably got its own. It's probably got its own weird gender dynamics, to be fair. Every, everything almost does. certainly. Almost certainly. Yeah. Jump and shoot, twist and swirl, the other team Oh, Xander, man. Xander in uh, this episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty rubbish. So he gives Buffy a bracelet saying, yours always. Mm-hmm. And then says it's almost like they're going out because she doesn't say no to it. Yeah, very suspect. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... Did you did you realize how creepy Xander was at the time when you first watched this? Well, no, because mm. uh, he isn't that different to a lot of similar characters that were in lots of different yeah. high school things at that time. Do you know, like, uh, so you just like, oh yeah. I mean, I was like eight. I was outside of the realm of yeah. Uh, but he he's not even he wasn't even a very sinister archetype at the time, was he? It was just he no, was like no. the funny jokey clown character. Yeah. But I mean the joke does end up kind of being on him in this episode because he's mm. all like, um That's it, isn't it? He he's like calls Willow his guy friend. Yeah. yeah and then he does. that comes back because then Buffy's like, You're like my girlfriend. Yeah, that so, was a nice know. little I enjoyed that little whole circle storyline where yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and then, uh, oh, when, um, Buffy says that she wasn't ready to know that her mom had Farah hair. Oh, that was a lovely little, little line. Uh, mom, I've accepted that you've had sex. I'm not ready to know that you've had Farah hair. Because, so then I kind of thought, well, you know what? Let's look at this scene for a second. Um, Joyce's outfit is actually aged a lot better than Buffy's uh she's got this like kind of red zippy number with a wee belt and then buffy's wearing this vest that's got like a tiny little square with like a jpeg of some pink cupcakes cupcakes yeah on yeah she is um it's all actually it's almost like a little bit vaporwave uh <laughs> but you know again that's been out for like about four or five years now you know so Mm-mm. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought I just whenever they said the fair, fire hair thing, I was like, Joyce, looking great. You're you're keeping well, looking glamorous. Yeah, Pil- yeah. Pilates has been good for you, you know. Yeah, Buffy's in general. Buffy's clothing is really, really of its time in a way that like not all of the other cat. Some of the other characters, their clothing is aged better. Yeah, They've I mean got more the rest kind of timeless of, looks. They don't wear as many like pink pleather trousers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I did uh, note down the um, JPEG cupcake t-shirt as being particularly, particularly 90s. But then, like, you know, uh, it turns into this, like, fight between them. And I'm, like, absolutely on Joyce's side, as always. Yeah, as uh, always. Because... Yeah, Buffy's really hard on Joyce in this in this episode. I've, I've noted this down. She's so mean. She's like, even the nerds pick on the, on the yearbook committee or whatever. And... And then she storms out as if Joyce had been uh, nasty to her. And I was like, Buffy, you respect your mother. Yeah, I mean, young lady, you know. And, like, Joyce, yeah. Like, Joyce is, like, just talking joyfully about this lovely time she had when she was in high school. And being like, oh, you can have a lovely time too, Buffy. And Buffy's like, Mom, get out of my face. 
And then she, then she always this little thing with Asher. She's like, you know, like, nice parenting. Little shaky on the dismount. <laughs> oh, that was she's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> it was very, very, very dated, but I, I loved every moment of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Joyce can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> oh, great parenting form. Little shaky on the dismount. Uh, okay, so now this is when things are going to heat up. So... Oh, wait, no, it's not. I've got a note saying that we have some major incel shit from Xander um, uh, at the point where he goes, like, he starts saying, like, the bitch doesn't even see me kind of stuff. And, like, why doesn't she love me, that bitch? Uh, that was uh, about Cordelia being blind, right? This is why she can't see him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Is it not? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I kind of, yeah. So he, he wants Buffy to notice him. Yes, he does, but basically he says something to Cordelia and she doesn't see him. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, take, he takes that as, like, women don't see me and he goes off. That's it, uh, yeah, women yeah. don't even see him and, like, yeah, yeah, total dick. Um, and then... So, so, so stuff, stuff starts to go to shit. So Cordelia's got her driving lesson. Yes. Um, which was... Like, definitely brought some memories screaming back for me. Of, oh, um, of course. <laughs> pretty Sorry, much. I... Did, had you forgotten about my driving lessons trauma? I, I, had, <laughs> I had. I'm sorry. And it's actually so fresh. You should have given me a warning, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much Cordelia's driving. So at this point, she's been blinded, right? So she can't see. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm also like, Cordelia, you know, just... Just say you got a headache, you know, don't... Don't, don't just try to drive <laughs> any... get in the car. Yeah, does she, so does she know that she can't see? Yeah, we see through her eyes and she knows she can't see at that point, but she decides to give it a go anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is just, if that's not just her, her privilege, then what, you know, what is it? <laughs> but yeah, this um definitely re-traumatised me quite a lot. Um, It was... But my, my driving was... You've not, you haven't seen me drive for obvious reasons because I haven't passed my test. But my driving <laughs> is pretty much like Cordelia's when she's blind. Um, oh no! Like the bit where she has, she's supposed to go, like she's supposed to steer around these cones, and she just drives through every single cone. <laughs> That's pretty much why I was like. <laughs> oh god! Um, but you know, as long as you didn't uh, <clears throat> run out into the middle of traffic with like those white eyes then you're probably doing better than her. Can you make those white eyes happen? I no, remember can learning. you? I, yeah, yeah, I, I can do it now. How'd you wait, do wait. it? Oh, no, I don't really want you to. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's horrible. What's happening? I can't see anything. Oh. And, um, so her eyes go all white. Also, though, so her driving lesson... There are passengers in the car? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, they can learn from her mistakes. Is that the idea? I had to, like, rewind the scene, actually, to be like, why are there people in the back of the car? It just seemed really odd to me. Like, so when I was learning to drive, like, I wasn't allowed any passengers until I'd passed my test. So it seems really strange that, like, when you've got, like, a begin like a learning beginner driver, you would just have people in the car with them. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I guess they do, they have driver's ed in some high schools over there, so I guess it's just like a different setup. Just um, piling them in. Yeah. Um, and also the car doesn't have dual controls. Oh. oh which no, seems like actually. a... Yeah, yeah, like, usually when you're learning to drive at the beginning, you would be in a car where the... I mean, I guess it wouldn't have been as funny if there'd been dual controls because then the instructor would have just taken over and mm. had her, stopped her from driving into things. Yeah, it would have removed any dramatic tension. It really would um, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I love this bit in the science lab. Where they are dissecting something which mm -hmm. is definitely not a newt. Yeah, uh, but I specifically love it because uh, there's like a really kind of badly overdubbed and very sort of, uh, I don't know, like physically acted bit where the girl at the front of the class turns around and goes, isn't this exciting? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then moments later, after we found out that uh, Amy's a witch, uh, the same girl is the girl who's got like no mouth at all. Yes, she um, was good. But yeah, I, I love her. Like, they just didn't really know how to make her known to us beforehand. So uh -huh. they were just like, just say that cutting up the frog's exciting. I, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that was a line that wasn't in the script and they just came up with it on the spot? Yeah, they were just <laughs> they like, oh, you need to... It. Yeah, yeah, but it's so weird. It's, it's, just re it's just a really weird clunky bit in the scene, but I really love it. Isn't this exciting? Mm -hmm. I feel like I was that girl in high school. And Buffy's being really unstealthy here. Uh, I, I think she, she gets a lot better. They're all being really unstealthy. They're all being really, really obvious. Like mm. them being all like, say hello to the little witch. And she turns around and they're just staring at her. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're consistently not very stealthy all the way through. Um... I wonder, like, what other people in their school think is going on with them. You know, those that mm. aren't involved. Oh, there's a really good book that I read a wee while ago um, that I really enjoyed, which is, like, a young adult book, um, which is called The Rest of Us Just Live Here. Do you know it? Uh, I've heard the, heard the name. It's by Patrick Ness, and basically the idea of it is that it's pretty much like um, if Buffy was from the point of view of some of the other kids at the school. So it's like a school like Sunnydale where there's all this mad shit happening and like all this kind of like supernatural stuff going on, but it's all from the point of view of this group of kids who aren't involved in all that. So mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, like one of their classmates disappears and then like they kind of see these little glimpses of this mad shit going on, but they're just kind of like getting on with normal high school stuff. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. It's like it's like funny and like poignant and stuff as well. And it's just like a high school novel, but like every now and then, like they'll see one of their classmates like running through the trees with like their eyes all white and like glowing or something like that. And you, it never explains why. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I guess it kind of comes back because like oh well, you know, in the third series, there's there's uh, Buffy gets recognised by the by the school, you know, in, in a mm. way um, that I think answers that question in, in, to some degree. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I remember uh, this. But I think the whole point, isn't it, because it's like said in the first episode, it's like, oh, people just will like make up rationalizations for mm. whatever they want. So I think everyone's just like, I don't know. That's but right, I, I feel yeah. like 
I feel like people and like adults make up rationalizations, but like when you're a teenager, you believe anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if it really works for them, but um, yeah, there was the bit where so then they're when they say that they you know she's a witch. Uh, I think is I don't know if it's Buffy says she's our Sabrina. Oh yeah. <clears throat> And that reminded me, so I, I used to have all of, like, the Buffy novelizations. Um, like, you know that you get those books that would be, like, you know, tie-in novels with the TV show? Uh-huh. So I used to get all of them, like, the ones that were just, like, written versions of the episodes, but also ones that were just, like, standalone sort of stories. Um, and, like, I say, like, I read as a kid. I mostly just read Buffy books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't really read anything, anything very literary. Um, when I was like, you know, nine, ten, that kind of thing. But, uh, did you guys just ever have like, I think it was Scholastic had like a magazine as like a little brochure. They'd bring it into school and you could order books through the school and they get sent to the school. So it was a bit like Amazon before Amazon, but just for buying books. I like, I saw this in my most recent job when I was working in Edinburgh there, but like, yeah, no, we never had it when I was at school, I don't think. Yeah, so they had it. It was a way for us to be able to buy books, I guess. And um, they used to have, like, pages that were just all of these, like, tie-in things. And I think Buffy was just starting to become a little bit known. And people knew in my class that, like, I knew something about Buffy. And they didn't know enough about it to dismiss it yet. Everyone was very uh-huh. young. You know, everyone was, like, eight years old. So uh, <coughs> I I bought one of these books. And then everyone else was like, what book are you buying? And I'm like, oh, it's Buffy. And like, what's it about? Is it so then, like, half the class ended up buying this this Buffy tie-in novel based on the fact that I had bought it and, you know, I had explained what this was and it seemed like a cool thing to get. Uh, and especially, uh-huh. specifically, quite a lot of the boys, like, lots of the boys ended up ordering this Buffy book as well because it seemed like, oh, it had vampires, right? Yeah. And what ended up happening, like, three weeks later when the box comes, because the box comes to your class and then everyone, like, gets to, like, pick up their books. And you know you know what it's like to get an Amazon package now, do you know? Except except you didn't have to, like, worry about capitalism at the time because you didn't <laughs> even know what it was. You just got to have the thing. Um, and there was no Buffy books. There was, like, 16 very glittery pink Sabrina the Teenage Witch tie-in novels. Oh, what? So they'd sent you the wrong ones? No, they hadn't sent the wrong one. They had a note that said, we uh, were sold out of this one, so we've sent you all this other one instead, because if you like Buffy, then, you know, you'll like Sabrina. And while while the boys in the class didn't know enough about Buffy to dismiss it, they certainly knew enough about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh... Um, so yeah, that was always a very a very embarrassing. So it just reminded me then whenever whenever Buffy did her little crossover quip there of of the time I I accidentally made all of the boys in my class buy a a, a pink glittery Sabrina teenage witch tie in novel. Oh, I mean I would see that as a triumph <laughs> triumph now. I I'm sure the, it didn't feel like a triumph at the time. She's our Sabrina. The no, the literary quality was nothing on the Buffy tie in novels, though, honestly. <laughs> Should I be reading the Buffy tie-in novels now? Uh, I don't... I mean, I haven't read them since I was, like, ten. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we should do this as, like, a little bonus episode at some point. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think they were, like, entertaining enough. They're basically fan fiction, do you know? Excellent. Except they're, like, official fan fiction. Very excellent. Yeah, I think maybe we need to do a little bonus at one point where we read one of these Buffy tie-in novels together and then discuss its literary okay. merits. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, 
So then Xander has a bunch of witchcraft books from the library so that he can have a wank. <laughs> yes. I mean, the 90s, uh, before we all had computers in our rooms, you know. Yeah, because this was like my main question about that is like, are there really no more accessible sources of soft porn in his life? Uh, I guess they don't have uh, they don't have trains in um, America for people to find it by the train tracks. Is that not a thing in Britain? Apparently, by the train tracks. Also, um, John said in his, where he lived, it was like because they didn't have trains on Sky, right? So yeah. um, I guess it's train tracks when you have them. But he said like in Sky there was just like a bush. <laughs> where people then that's where you went to get the porn <laughs> that's where people would put their porn and then like i guess it was like a kind of like like library system where people i don't know like people would take <laughs> it away but then people would like replace it and i don't know they just always knew to go to this bush for porn uh i think i remember him telling me about this actually this has uh, like never really been a part of my life as a as a as a lady i guess like we never um it wasn't a thing at home either no <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, so then Buffy has this, but they put the whammy on Buffy. Mm-hmm, which is great uh, fun. She's singing Macho Man. She's got a fever. She's sewing friends around in the in the cheerleading squad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She, there's that lovely scene where she comes in when Joyce is in the kitchen singing Macho, Macho Man, I want to be a Macho Man. Yeah, it is, it is lovely. And it's funny because like Buffy becomes such like... Um, she becomes like the straight character. Oh, Buffy. Yeah, like she, you know, throughout, throughout, throughout the series, she becomes like the straight man, and like everyone else uh-huh, around uh-huh. her becomes like kind of wackier and wackier, like Spike mm-hmm. and Anya and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, yeah, like it is actually quite nice in the early series to see her just being really silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's always yeah. She, you can tell she's having a lot of fun at this point. <laughs> yeah. Macho, macho man. I want to be a macho man. So I love Amy's mom. Or or Amy, as we should say. Because Amy, aha, aha. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we decided that we are doing spoilers, right? And people yeah, should well, people should have watched the episode and if they haven't, then they should I, I pause mean, right now and go and watch it. I I literally don't think we've even mentioned Amy this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. So the main character of this episode is Amy, um, but the spoiler is about to happen. The spoiler is about to happen. Amy is actually Amy's mum. What? What? Amy's 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 mum. So Amy's mum swapped her and Amy. Yes, and it's really beautifully done. Uh, I think it is... Because, you know, every episode in series one is like a metaphor for some sort of like teen, uh, you know experience whatever mm. uh, and and this one's really it's really well done i think it's like it's a very successful uh literalized metaphor about the mother living through the daughter's life definitely um, because... there's some really nice things when you go back and you know what's happening there's some nice things you pick up on like whenever amy or we think it's amy is like i just can't make my body move like hers you yeah know? because so it starts <laughs> off as being so you start off, yeah, so it starts off as this story where um, the mum is living the life through the daughter and, like, the daughter's like, oh, my mum, like, makes me train three hours a day um, and she, like, she wants me to be, like, the cheerleader that she was and, like, the big star 
Um, and then stupid Buffy is like, yeah, my mom's not as good as that. She doesn't make me train three hours a day and gets all annoyed at Joyce. Yeah. But yeah, yeah she's yeah. got like this whole like, oh yeah, my mom. and then, and then, yeah, and then it extends it into this metaphor. I love how they do that in Buffy. I love how they like start you off with like a teenage thing and then it becomes supernatural and mm-hmm. the mum is literally living through her. And Amy uh, is one of my favourite long-running characters in Buffy. Mm. Um, just she... Uh, I, um, like, just in the first, like, half of the show, anyway, the first, like, half, like, first handful of the series, she's, like, only in, like, an episode in each one, but she's in, like, really key key episodes, and she's great in all of them. Um, but uh, great acting from both the mum and the daughter. Yes. In this, uh, as the other ones. Like, the bit where... Um, the mom was like, "Oh, you know these kids today. What can you do?" Is just like really, really great moment. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. The both of them are spectacular. <laughs> Definitely, like really, absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know these kids today. <laughs> and yeah, anything more to say on that one? Giles doing his incantation to save Buffy from the blood vengeance spell is disarmingly sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. Um take off mine energy and be sated. Release. Release <laughs> Oh yeah, that is actually quite erotic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's really uh, erotic. Uh, <laughs> and 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 he's uh, got quite a lot of um he's got asbestos hands. Like I think he has worked in as a chef. Because he just plunges his hand into the, the boiling chemicals. Yeah, he does. He does. Like, yeah, he's just... It's he... it's actually... You never see that again. You never see them having to, like, fuel ma- magic with their own pain. You know, that's... Uh... Mm. It was a nice moment. Really nice. Release! And, um... I've just written another great parenting moment from from Joyce. Um, she's thoughtful. She's emp- empathetic. She's willing to examine and rethink her own behaviour. She's um <laughs> yeah. She's just a really uh, great mum. Oh, which 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 scene is this in though? Um, do you know I'm not really sure the exact scene I was talking about. Maybe I was just talking about the whole episode. But, uh... Oh no! I I I think yeah no I think uh so basically again yeah blah, blah, Amy and her mom switch back into their proper bodies. Amy's mom gets sent into the oh we'll find out, um, and uh, yeah then there's like a, a bit where like Joyce comes to her daughter and is like I I just don't get it you know yes that's, that's right that's, that's right about. yeah 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 beautiful. Um, and, and then, obviously, the ending of the whole episode is utterly glorious. Um, oh, with the oh my god, with the eyes. When we see, so there's this little. So earlier in the episode, they've drawn our attention to this little statue, um, in uh the trophy cabinet in school, which is like a little trophy. Um, of so is it the trophy that Amy's mum won of this like. It's yeah. It's either or is the it one a, tro- that... a statue of Amy's mom? It's, it's a Maybe it's a statue of her. It's a, I. I don't know how it works. But, but it's yeah, like it's, a it's her her little prize that she won for being this great cheerleader, and then at the end, uh, 
yeah, <clears throat> Buffy sends uh sends her to a place through a portal, and then we just see the a little zoom in on the statue, and the little eyes are moving, and she's in uh, the statue. It's oh, it's so, just, it's so like Twin Peaks as well. Mm. Like it's just yeah, it's it's got a very existential horror to it. Creepy uh, and beautiful, and I love it. Contrasted with uh, Amy's new wardrobe. Amy's new wardrobe. Oh yeah, so she's with her like become tie like a dye. Chick. Yeah, she's like tie dye with like a peace sign because she's like so not like her mom. She's into peace and you know thinking oh. of getting fat. Oh, she says she's thinking of getting fat. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's just a beautiful episode. So my problem with this episode is that I very little... You know, you know, it's like the episodes with like stuff that's bad in them, there's just like way more to chat about. But this is just... It's just a solid perfectly episode. Perfectly formed. Just perfectly formed. I mean, I, I, I have very little to add to this episode. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to admit that. Anything that we say about it really yeah only detracts like however the next episode absolute hot mess plenty to say. yeah so if you'll allow me to get a little drink uh yeah yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs>